Greetings, my friends. This is Paul Albert of the House of Graber, and this is the 18th day of December in the year of our Lord, or the year of Yahuwah, 2021. This is the third segment in the um, series of slavery versus, or um, yeah, Babylonian slavery versus freedom. And the specific title of this broadcast today is Traffic Tickets, The Gateway to Prison and Bondage and Ultimately Hell on Earth. That is Traffic Tickets, the gateway to prison and bondage and ultimately hell on earth. First of all, I want to clarify that everything that I bring forth on this platform and this broadcast and everything we do at the House of Graver and everything we do within the private administrative court of the House of Graver, that would be the Ecclesia Court, the highest court in the universe is safeguarded under the laws of nature and nature's God, otherwise known as common law due process. If you want to see a very basic and very effective and very true version of what common law looks like, go read Matthew 18. Our material and our broadcasts and everything we do and have here at the House of Graber is also protected under common law copyright. So today I want to do a, I'm going to try to keep it brief because uh, this, this broadcast about traffic tickets, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hype on the internet and if you've done any research at all, you've probably already seen it about getting the correct passport and how to fight traffic tickets and win and how to do this and do that. There's a lot of hype, a lot of theory, and I see very little, very little, and and as a matter of fact, I could say most of the times, the people I watch on YouTube and on the internet, uh, I learn a lot from them, but they absolutely avoid either by default or on purpose. And I think in a lot of cases, a lot of cases they avoid this topic because they simply don't know. They're they are living in a. I want to say they're living in a delusional fantasy land because here's what I can tell you. I'm going to set the premise for what I want to talk about. If you argue with someone else, you have validated their position. You have, you have agreed that the other party or parties have a position worth arguing against. If you go into Satan's arena 
into his venue, the one that he, I want to say Satan, but all his minions, the ones in black robes and the attorneys and all those, they are under oath to lie, cheat, steal, take stuff from one and give it to whom they please. And if they tell the truth and operate, if they, uh, within that venue, if they tell the truth, they can lose their job. And depending on what the situation is, they can lose their life. Very, uh, very big money. So if you go into that venue and you're going to show them a thing or two, and you argue with them within their venue about their venue and about what they are doing and their statutes and their rules and how they, you know, you're going to lose. You are going to lose. Okay. Now, there are some people who are very well educated and they're really good at this. They go into those courts and they win but not, not by fighting on the judge's terms or the attorney's terms. They go in and take control. And it's their court now. Uh, the question I have for you, do you have 25 years to learn how to do that? And I'm not saying just 25 years of lackadaisical, uh, hey, let's see how this goes. I'm talking 25 years of committed research, trial and error, and bumping against the wall, etc., etc. Really serious research and learning. Most people don't have 25 years of their life to uh, dilly-dally away on such nonsense. So now I want to go back to what I started talking about. Why do you want to fight a traffic ticket? Why would you want to go into court and fight a situation? And any, I could go to any state court in this country. They're, they're called state courts, but they're really federal because they fly the federal flag. They're all federal, but they call them state courts. Each county has their, you know, courthouse. I could go into there, anyone, you name it, and on a given day when they're running court and 99% of those cases are either about marriage and divorce issues or they're about traffic tickets. Okay. The marriage and divorce issue, uh, possibly I'll do another broadcast later regarding marriage licenses and all the horse hockey, evil, blasphemous to our creator, BS that is involved in it, okay? Today, we're going to focus on the traffic tickets, the gateway to prison and bondage, and ultimately hell on earth. Why would you want to get a traffic ticket in the first place and then go fight it? Now, let me assure you that avoiding the traffic ticket is the best way to deal with it. Don't get one in the first place. And your question is, 
Well, good luck with that. How do I do that? I don't know of anybody that, you know, can do that. Because um, I, I know how you feel. I had that same question years ago. And I've done it both ways. I've avoided traffic tickets more recently. And I've also gotten traffic tickets and I've worked with other people in my family and outside of my family that have gotten traffic tickets and, you know, try to deal with them. It's always tougher once you have the ticket. Once you, once you, once that cop has given you any kind of paperwork, it's always tougher. Okay. So the traffic ticket is a bond with which they generate millions and millions and millions of dollars, okay? And in order to write that bond, first, let me, uh, let me share a scenario with you. Why couldn't they just sit in their office? Because it's not about you speeding or breaking any law. It's not about you being dangerous. Some, some people are dangerous and sometimes people get hurt. But all traffic tickets are fraud. <clears throat> if, if all they wanted to do is write bonds, why couldn't they just sit in their office and do that and do their banking and make their millions of dollars? Well, here's why. Because somebody has to be surety for that bond. The cop doesn't want to be surety. The judge doesn't want to be surety. The banker doesn't want to be surety. Judges and bankers are the same thing. That's all they do is banking. The prosecuting attorney doesn't want to be surety. They're all just like Cain. They want to commit the crime, but they don't want to have the responsibility. They don't want to be surety. So they send their armed thugs called police. They send them out to uh, detain you and get you under contract and so you agree to be surety for this bond. Now they can go ahead and write the bond and if you don't perform as surety after that, uh, there's going to be implications. You know, your license can be suspended and, and um, you know, the way they like to do it is get you wrapped up in a cycle and Eventually, you go to prison and they make a bunch more bonds and they make a bunch more millions of dollars and they destroy your family so your children follow the same path of confusion and slavery and bondage and ultimately hell on earth. All through traffic tickets. Trust me, I'm not saying this because it's an idea. I'm saying this because I've seen it happen over and over again. I've, seen, I've spent two and a half years in state prison and a large percentage, a very frighteningly large percentage of men that I talked to were there because of what started out as a traffic ticket. And then it you know, goes on, habitual violation, et cetera, et cetera. It's all demonic witchcraft, trickery, deception, and, and theft by deception and human trafficking. So, so once they get you to 
agree, you know, you hand over your license, the cop might say, hey, you know why I pulled you over? And you say, oh, yeah, sure, I know why you pulled me over, because I was speeding or whatever, and bingo. He uh, goes back and comes up with the paperwork and hands you the bond, and, and now you've agreed to be surety. And you got to pay and perform accordingly, and then they put points on your, you know, whatever they do. So how do you avoid this? Because I'm telling you, again, once you have the ticket, once the cop has, has gained administrative privilege to write a bond and you've agreed to be surety, then fighting that ticket, I've heard a lot of people talk about how to get out of tickets after you have them. I've never yet talked with anyone that could show me that they've effectively canceled a ticket or gotten out of it after they've had it. I've never had that happen. Now, in my case, I got a speeding ticket several years ago, and I did some things that caused the cop to lose his job, but I still ended up paying the ticket, and I, you know, it was still on my record. So, I have yet to find the first man or woman who can show me factually that they got completely out of a ticket and got it completely wiped out and canceled after they had it. I haven't seen that yet. I've heard a, probably at least a hundred people talk about it offline and online, but I've yet to see the evidence, the proof. Okay, be very careful because most of these gurus talking about stuff online are talking about ideas or something they're going to do. And, and then they also talk about stuff they've you know, it's good information in a lot of cases, but just be careful because most of them, I'm not, I'm not judging anyone. I'm telling you from 20 plus years of research, most of them are scammers either on purpose or because they themselves are deceived. They don't have solid evidence of what they're doing or what they're talking about actually works. And if you're going out there and you're telling people to do things a certain way and you, you don't even know if it works, that's what I call a scammer. That's a fraud. Con artist. It's very sad. If you ask me, hey, how do I fight a traffic ticket? How do I get rid of it? I'll tell you right up front, I don't know because I've never done it and I've never seen anybody else that did it. I've never seen evidence of that happening. Now I can tell you how to avoid a traffic ticket and not get one in the first place. I've done that. I've helped other people. I've seen other people do this very thing. They get pulled over doing 10, 15, 20 miles over the speed limit. And they drive away without a ticket, nothing on the record, incident is over with. It's never an issue. And here's why. So, so keep in mind, if you want more information on how to do this, then I can help you in that area because I know how. My email is pgraber 
G-R-A-B as in boy, E-R, 539 at P as in Paul, M as in Mary, dot M as in Mary, E as in Edward. Pgraber539 at pm.me. So, the mistake that most people make is they are they are an employee of the United States Corporation. They're a subject class slave. How many times have you listened to reports, or maybe you're on somebody's scanner, or maybe you have a scanner yourself, or the cops are out looking for someone, or there's a high-speed chase, or they're out to arrest someone, etc., etc. They never arrest or search for a man or woman. They talk about a subject. Subject escaped on foot. Subject secured. Subject this, subject that. They never, they're not going after a man or a woman. They're going after a subject class slave. And as long as you have that status, you're an employee of the United States Corporation, which is owned and operated by Satan's crowd. It's a demonic, dead entity. They operate on death and destruction and controversy and wars and diseases and sickness and everything else that Satan represents. If you're an employee of that corporation, and then it's like wherever you work, you work, you go down to the factory and you punch in, and all you do all day long is fight their rules, you're not going to be there very long. You're going to get fired. At the very least, you're going to get disciplined. There's going to be disciplinary action. Well, you don't have to worry about getting fired from the U.S. corporation. They're going to keep you as an employee, but there's going to be lots and lots of disciplinary action. Either going to prison or probation or fines or whatever else they do. That's how they make their money. So if you're a subject class slave and you're fighting their rules, that's all they have, statutory rules, statutes, all man-made stuff that can be changed, and none of it is law, not one. Not one of their statutes is law. They call it law, and they write it up to make it look like it's law, but it's not law. It's statutory rules. Okay? The way to get to the point, how you get to the point of not getting traffic tickets is two things. You clock out of the U.S. corporation, so you're no longer an employee. You change your status to American national, and you have limited diplomatic immunity. Okay? And all this horse hockey about a special-looking passport, there again, I've heard a lot of people talking about it. It's got to be a different passport. It's got to be look different, etc., etc. I've never seen one. Never saw, never talked with anybody that could show me one. Now, if that happens, I'll be all smiles. Because I've heard a lot of talk about it, but I've never bumped into anybody that could show me one. 
And at this point in my life, as a side note, there's a fairly large number of people that know me because of things I've done. And there's a lot of people coming to me asking for help, but I've yet to see anyone who could show me a different kind of passport that looks different than anybody else's. Here's what I do know. I have a passport. There's other members in my family that have passports. They look the same as anybody else's, but when the officers run our passports, they see something very, very different. The main thing that I'm going to mention that they see is do not detain. Okay? But they, there's, a, there's a status change, and the reason they see different information when they run our passport is because our master file has been updated. It's the, it's the master file held, I can't say for sure, but the Department of State gives you your passport and uh, seems to me like they hold your master file as well because they've confirmed to us that our file has been updated, the agents of the U.S. Department of State Passport Agency. So, but somewhere there's a master file. I do know that. And when they run our passport, they see something very different. They see that our status is different. They see that we are no longer an employee of the U.S. corporation. As a matter of fact, I have a letter in my files from the from an officer of the U.S. Department of State confirming that I have diplomatic status, tax-exempt status, and a name change. Okay? So, and I never asked the court or paid them for any kind of name change process. So when you when you change your status, that's the first step. And if you don't do that, then all this other fancy gibberish on the internet or off the internet about winning in court and beating traffic tickets and all this horse hockey, stay away from it. If you're going to be an employee of the United States Corporation, then you best pay heed to what they say and try to cooperate. If you're an employee of the United States Corporation and you go into court, the best thing you can do is say, guilty as charged, show me what what I need to do to get this taken care of so I can move on with my life. No controversy. You'll get off easier that way than any other way. Unless you're going to change your status and take a completely different route. But if you're, if you're a subject of the corporation and you go in there and you try to fight it, it's going to be, they will enjoy this because that's how they make money. They'll have a heyday and you will lose, period. Now, point number two, how to not get a traffic ticket in the first place. How to be without traffic tickets, period. Okay, and let me clarify here. Remember, at the beginning I said this broadcast is protected under the laws of nature and nature's God, otherwise known as common law due process. In other words, under the courts of heaven. 
the highest courts in the universe. That's where we operate. That's the venue we operate in. So let me be very clear about this. The What I'm sharing with you is not about having a status where you can go out and act stupid, hurt people, and take advantage of others and have no accountability for your action. If you do what I'm talking about, you will have more accountability. And if you try to be stupid, it will be so much worse. Because where much is given, much is required. That's why we're in a mess in this country today is because people don't want responsibility. So I'm giving you a fair warning. You will be responsible for your actions one way or the other. I don't care what menu you operate in. Okay? So point number two in my broadcast, traffic tickets, the gateway to prison and bondage and ultimately hell on earth is how you conduct yourself and what you say, and most important of all, what you don't say when you are detained by an officer or when you interact with any agent of the state. Okay? There's some very specific things that you can do and how to conduct yourself respectfully to where by the, my wife and I were detained up in Michigan. We live in the Indiana Territory. And uh, we were in the Michigan Territory and we got pulled over by a cop who wanted to uh, he wanted to ticket us for not, not wearing seat belts. And I never raised my voice. I didn't argue with him. I just responded how I do and by the time he was done with us he was being very respectful when I addressed him with a question he said yes sir now I'm not saying this so that you can go around expecting to be honored and saluted by officers that's not my point my point is he recognized me for who I am because I treated him man to man and I let him know who I am and he saw that there was no getting around it. Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't wavering about what I'm doing and I wasn't the least bit concerned about his statutes because they don't affect me. There's not one of their statutes that applies to me. Not one. I don't care how many you come up with thousands or millions, I don't know how many there are. There's not one of them that applies to me. Okay? So, by the time we parted, he was way more respectful than he was. He he wasn't real bad. He was kind of cocky when he came up to our window. But by the time we parted, which in this process, he spent 10 minutes on the phone. He must have been calling his superiors. He was calling somebody at his home base looking for uh, some direction because he realized that 
he ran into something that he wasn't ready for. He, he pulled me over without running my plates. That was a mistake on his part. But by the time we parted, he was being very respectful. Everything was cool. No paperwork. My wife and I went on our way, and he went on his way. No big deal. That is how to deal with traffic tickets. You just do without them in the first place. Okay? And again, if you uh, feel like you're willing to learn, and if you're teachable and you need more information, you can email me at pgraber539 at pm.me. Have an amazing day and be blissed.